Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash theannual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, where we uh, take you back on a trip down memory lane mm. before you had your, your Rotten Tomatoes and your Metacritic to tell you what movie was good or bad. Yeah, you had both Siskel and Ebert. We had, yes, oh, you either had time. two thumbs down, one mm-hmm. thumbs up, one thumbs down, or two thumbs up. That was it. Was there usually like one and one? Did that happen sometimes? Yeah, there's sometimes one was up, one was down. Really? How do they even deal with that? Oh, well, they were, like, historically known for, like, feuding all the time yeah. over stuff. Um, Siskel and Ebert. But, yeah, so we watched old movies from the 90s that we loved when we were kids. Yeah. And, uh, and, and sometimes they're still great. And a lot of the time they're awful. Sometimes we didn't love them for that long. Sure. Like Space Jam. Like Space Jam. Oh, mm. I loved Space Jam. Oh no! You said that in the past tense. That was uh, that was a rough, <laughs> that was a rough episode. Um, I am Tom. I'm Trevor. And today is a very special episode because we have uh, a guest for the first time. Whoa! And joining us today is uh, uh, Sam Rotruck. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome you're, to the show, yeah, Sam. Yeah, Thank you. Welcome. Good so, to be here, Sam. You're here for uh, a specific reason, and that's because you brought up and suggested. This week's movie. Uh, what what movie is that? Absolutely. Uh, the movie this week is uh, Tall Tales. Yeah. Hold, hold that case up and show the audience. Yeah. <laughs> so that everyone can see. So, yes. uh, Tall Tales? Tall. Tall Tales? Just one. <laughs> okay. Just one tale. Tall Tale. The tall Tale. Unbelievable adventure. I don't believe it. Uh, I actually, I think, I think it's had another title... That was Tall Tale, The Unbelievable Adventure of Pecos Bill. Well, he's the star. Really? Because I what I don't believe is that Patrick Swayze's in this movie. Yeah, oh my so, God. so leading... Patrick Ghost um, and Swayze. Leading into this episode, when Sam suggested it, I was like flooded with all these memories. Because I really, I think I watched this movie like two or three times when it first came out. Yeah. And I, I thought it was awesome. Then I, I never saw it again. And then the very, very first thought, and those of you at home who have seen this movie that haven't seen it in a very long time, think long and hard right now about who plays Pecos Bill. Are you thinking of Kurt Russell? So did I. I'm still thinking of it, and I'm looking at the cover right <laughs> yeah, now, and I'm exactly. like, Kurt Russell is definitely in this movie. Yeah, but no, it's uh, it's that, that dirty, dancing, throat-ripping uh, ghost that's Swayze. Uh, may he rest in peace. Swayze. Mm. The Swayze. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, who who here remembers the least of this movie? Definitely me. Okay. You think so? But you've, oh, de- yeah. you've definitely seen it? I saw it once when it first came out. Okay. One time, and I was like, eh, that was a movie. So what do you remember? I remember being, like, not psyched about it, but it was it was an entertaining romp through, uh, you know, some of the American folk tales. There's, uh, I'm looking, I'm pretty much just gonna look at the pictures on the cover and then try to reconstruct it from there. <laughs> There's a boy. Yes. Maybe he's, like, some sort of, uh, frontier boy. Like, uh, maybe... Maybe there's a covered wagon, or maybe there's a cabin, or something, and maybe something he goes on an adventure, and he meets some characters, like Pecos Bill, who does something, he ropes a tornado. And he gets, shoots off trigger fingers. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember Oh, you don't remember that? Oh, yeah, he's oh, like, oh, he yeah. shot my trigger finger off! Okay. You don't remember that part? It's like, I, think you, I think you remember the most. Yeah, yeah I definitely, I think, I, uh, John Henry is in it. John Henry. Yes. Uh, and Paul Bunyan. Is he, I and see I in the picture the there's there's Babe the Blue Ox, but it does not nice. show Paul Bunyan. Um, let's, watch the, uh, let's watch the table noise, guys. What's that mean? Hmm. Watch the, what, yeah. are we, what are we doing? I didn't touch the table. Makes noise. Okay. I'm doing it That's now. the sound of Tall Tale, yeah. the DVD <laughs> from Disney <laughs> Pictures Entertainment. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I remember... Uh, uh, there's a a boy and a father, and they have you know classic father son issues. Okay, where yeah. you know he wants, sounds familiar. He wants to grow up. Mm. He just wants his dad to see him as a man. Mm-hmm. Where's mom? Mom's somewhere, but dad gets sick, and it's also it's also a like a about like industry moving into more rural areas and stuff because I think I think, Henry. I, I think the main thing is a railroad. Right. Wants to come through, wants to go through their land. That's one. And they're like, "You're not well. taking our land." And um, hmm. and Pegospil, uh has to save the day. And then they meet Paul Bunyan. So is Ulysses S. Grant or Jackson like the villain in this? Then yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's uh, what's his name? Domain um, Shepherd. <laughs> I forget, but I think there's also uh, there's a, a shepherd. Wait, wait. For the record. Who do you think the villain is? Al, is his name Alan Shepard? I don't know. I think that's the celebrity's name. Something. Shepherd. Oh, that's the that's oh. the person's name. Alan <laughs> yeah. Sam, you're the special guest. What do you remember about this movie? No, you can't read the back. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the picture here. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, I don't really remember too much uh, either. Um, I remember. Yeah, the boy. I think kind of like I think is, like, in a boat in the beginning, maybe, like, falls asleep and, like, drifts off or something, and then, like, wakes up and is confronted with uh, Pecos Bill, and they go on these adventures, and... Um, so he goes to an alternate dimension in which the folktales are I real. I feel like that's something that happened. Basically, but, but really, gods. it's like a fever dream. I think I do. I think I remember him waking up in a boat. Yes! In, but it's, like, in a desert. Oh... And, like, he gets confronted by, like, these, like, bandits or something. Right. I think I'm re- starting to remember this movie frame for frame. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I have a question. Is my favorite tall tale in here Johnny Appleseed? Uh, mm-hmm. no. Does Johnny Appleseeds show up? No. He's plant some seeds? I don't think so. Calamity Jane makes an appearance. I remember that. That's a great name. I think her, I think she's played by Catherine O'Hara. Ooh, that's cool. 
Wow. You did not look into this movie at all? Well, this the, is all from... The, well, the one thing I did was... Remember, <laughs> I remember I cheated He's when... cheating. I, no, I cheated when you first mentioned it because I was so oh, with the, certain with that it was Kurt Russell that I, um, I needed to know for sure. And that's when I found out it was Patrick Swayze and I saw that Catherine O'Hara was on there. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But, uh... Kurt Russell. Yeah, and I remember Oliver Platt is, is Paul Bunyan, but he's also like, he's like, I, I think he's kind of a drunk, too. Um, yeah, he's like a tough love sort of character. Yeah, he's like, that. I don't like you, kid, but like, deep down, I really care about Come you. On. Is he a giant? <laughs> yeah. Is he a giant human? Uh, you know, I remember, be, you know, like, he just looks like a normal-sized guy, but he can like take out trees with one swing. Yeah. I heard that Paul Bunyan was not even like a real... <clears throat> Folk tale, but it was just like an advertisement for some sort of lumber company. Is that true? It might be. I mean, get dug in here. I feel like Johnny Appleseed mm. was probably <laughs> the Apple Lobby. Yeah, the Apple <laughs> Lobby. Uh, Whatever. He's my favorite. Okay, so well, so the three the three main ones in here are are Pecos Spill, Paul Bunyan, and John Henry. Yes, mm. I'm surprised this movie never got like a straight to VHS sequel. Where, with like three more, it's not too maybe which would it. obviously be Johnny Appleseed. Then who else would we have in there? What other American? There's really tall not tales a lot of good are ones. Davy Crockett. Oh, yeah. There you go. I mean, I well, he's like also uh, definitely real. Yeah, I know, but there's definitely like a, a like a, a more you know a legend. Oh, there's yeah, definitely the legend. Davy and then like uh, you got Christopher Walken. Just Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Uh, David Crockett and Johnny Appleseed. Who would play yeah, Christopher Walken, though, is my uh, question. Definitely. Like, Chris, young Walken. Definitely Christopher Walken. He would just play young Walken? And it would be, like, CGI? Actually, they would probably do a thing where he played all the characters, because, come on, you know you want to see Walken's Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I plant the trees. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my Walken. <laughs> do you like Red Delicious? Wow. <laughs> it's really good. It's a gala. <laughs> gala? <laughs> it's a Granny Smith. Gee. <laughs> oh man! Got all these seats. Well, I want this sequel now. Yeah, uh, Christopher Christopher Walken. All right, Sam. Now you have to do your Christopher Walken impression. Oh my gosh! Just say uh, an Apple oh, name. Wow! Uh, <laughs> wow! Granny Granny Smith apples. Uh, that was good. That was delicious. Almost as good as mine. Honey Crisp. <laughs> Um, I like Johnny Appleseed. I would like what? to see a Johnny Appleseed uh, pornography because mm. apples are suggestive. He plants his seeds. He wears that. He wears mm. that uh, around on his head. <laughs> that does it for me yeah. every time. He's got that helmet. You know that that like you yeah. Know, it's like a pot. You know, he cooks his uh, beans or whatever he eat on the prairie. Yeah. He cooks them up. So wait, you're, so you're like, and like he's going all over the yeah, country he's, he's planting his planting seed. Planting his seed. Yeah, wow. Isn't that good? Wow. Well, it's like, so he's kind of like the, the Genghis Khan of, uh, of America. Yeah, that's, like, that's what they I call him in Missouri. We're all <laughs> somehow related to Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> we can all be traced back. I wish. What a great guy. <coughs> um, Where'd you get all those seeds from? I actually don't know anything about Johnny Appleseed. Um, well, I remember that I remember like having a whole like apple unit in um, in like second grade where we learned about different kinds of apples. We learned about the American Tall Tale. Man, the apples lobby John really Appleseed. went hard that year. Seriously, uh, John 
Henry is good though. But so I always thought John Henry was a really cool uh, story, but also like really sad because doesn't he die? He he defeats the machine and then I yeah I don't know <coughs> if he dies or not. No, I th- doesn't the machine it just barely beats him. I think it? the machine transforms into like a robot and it like they fight. Oh yeah, and then uh, they have like, ro- a battle, and then that's that was the premise for Robocop too. Mm-hmm. I think, and then Mechagodzilla yeah. shows up. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, and then um, the cotton gin was invented. Oh, and then Eli Whitney was actually the villain in that one. Yeah, actually, I think Eli Whitney is the villain in this movie for sure. Shut up! Definitely one hundred percent. That is what's happening. <laughs> I don't uh, even believe you. Right no, now. it's definitely not. But you know, we had a. I don't know if I don't think the villain in this movie is based on any actual um, person. I think they just represent industry. Does Mark Twain right. show up? I want Mark Twain to show up. Um, I, I don't know. Samuel Clemens. Does he have anything to do with Pecos Bill? Did he invent Pecos Bill? No, Pecos Bill was real. He could uh, lasso twisters. He was real. He lassoed every twister in Oklahoma. I, um, I made that up. You know of. Of the three tall tales in this movie, I know the least of Pecos Spill. Like, what, all I know about Pecos Spill is what I learned in this movie. Absolutely, yes. He lassoed yeah. twisters, and he, he he could shoot off the trigger finger of anyone before they pull the trigger. Actually, I think the only time I've <coughs> ever heard of Pecos Bill is within the context of this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a name that I was familiar with, but definitely learned more about... Paul He's a tail. He's an average-sized tail. Yeah. Probably like 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And it's and it's spelled P-E-C-O-S. Nope. I was under the assumption that it would be P-A-C-O-S. Pacos. Pacos Bill. Or like, isn't that like a salsa? No, that's Pace. Never mind. New York no, City. <laughs> New York City. Uh, so, uh, what else about this movie before we uh, watch it? Any um, any fond memories uh, associated with it? Uh, I just have the one memory of that I watched it. And so, <laughs> so you couldn't have been more than ten years old when you watched it, right? This came yeah. out in '95. Yeah, I was like, and, I was nine. Yeah. So, and but you remember not being thrilled with it. You know, I mean, I'm easily entertained. You were like just already just a really cynical nine year old. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that didn't seem very plausible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I was like, man, that dude, he can rope a pretty small twister, but not like a big old twister. Not an F five. I was already into. <laughs> wait, when did Twister come out? <laughs> uh, I think Twister was at least a year later. Oh man, so like that was getting me all primed up for Twister. Well, maybe maybe we just figured out what movie we're doing next. Twister? Hmm. Okay. Maybe. I love to Twister. I watched the shit out of that movie. <coughs> I yeah. think that's legit, but just a good movie. And also, why not uh, a crossover? You know, Pecos Bill Twister crossover. We do like to have mm. the connection. Yeah. On uh, in this in this series of trying to figure out why we watch these. Absolutely. And, and so yeah, there's twisters involved. I think that's good. It, it, yeah, that's good. I can't think of anything else besides, and the reason that I brought up Mark Twain originally <coughs> is that I keep getting this confused with a kid in King Arthur's Court. This movie? Yeah, yeah and I don't know why. Oh, wow. Hmm. I think you definitely just nailed what movie we're talking about. Because isn't that a great movie? <laughs> and um, I'm also pretty sure that 
Mark Twain wrote that story, right? A, but then there's a, kid, a movie. A kid in King Arthur's court? I'm going to throw that out there. We don't have Doug here to check it. Well, I mean, we do. We I, I, they would have changed some things because it you know it starts out at a, like a little league baseball game. All right, they did have baseball but, though, they, right? but, but they also talk about like <laughs> rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, they 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 made it much more topical for the nineties because yeah. you know how rollerblades yeah are in fashion. They're coming back. Uh, okay, they're cool. Coming, they're, they're Just coming back. Are you going to bring them back? I'm going to start. Yeah, let, you guys want to rollerblade? I park later? I can't really. I was never good at it. I have to fall down. Oh, it's always about the ice skating rink. No, no, I'd also fall down. That's (laughs) even harder. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. You guys clearly remember more than I do about this one. This one was less close to my heart than some of the other ones. Um, I remember. Oh, I do remember a big thing in this movie is the code of the West gets brought up numerous times. It's like a pirate code, and I just know that it ends with um, and no spitting. In front of women or children. That's like the last line of the Code of the West. You really internalized okay. that Code of the West. Yeah. There's something about this, something about that, and ain't no spitting in front of women or children. And then the dad spits in front of his son, like telling his son, like, you're a man now. Oh, wow. It's a real tender moment. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, that's I great. That I like that. Um, that's well written. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember just slightly more than Trevor here. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember any main plot points. Uh, but, yeah, the antagonist, I feel, is like just in general like an evil railroad company. Yeah. From what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's all I, I know. I like, they, they, they he, he, he like befriends all these tall tales. They you know go on some crazy adventures. Stuff happens. And I just know that at the end, somehow, they get separated... Where, like, they, like, go away because he's like, you guys are all fake, you've been fake all along, or something. And, um, uh, and then, like, he is trying to stop a train, the boy. that's, like, the climax. Yeah, 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 the climax film, like, he's, like, trying to stop the train himself, uh, just this boy. And, like, this guy's, like, ready to run over, like, this, you know, 15-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. The the bad guy? Yeah. Yeah. Moneybags McRailroad. That I know, yeah, money <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they show up, save the day, all that good stuff. Oh man, that's a bummer. See, if I was going to write that movie, I would have the kid be able to stop the railroad, and he becomes a tall tale. Oh, Johnny, Johnny Railroad stopping. Johnny, yeah. yeah. That's why, it's and that's why, story. <laughs> that's why we don't have railroads in this country to this day. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, I think we're ready to watch the film. Are you guys ready to watch the film? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Okay, so you should watch the movie too. It's Tall Tale. Uh, we got it on DVD for relatively cheap, but I'm sure you can find it on all your streaming places. VHS mostly. Yeah, you should definitely watch it on VHS. Um, all right. So see you. See you in a bit. Woo. And we're back. We're back. That right. movie was tall. Mm. And 
Not according to Rotten Tomatoes. No. Um, okay, so uh, just uh, let's get general impressions. Uh, okay. What were they? It was weird. It was weird. It yeah. was very weird. That's my main question. Uh, what What were the tall tales? I need to know the mythology. I need to know specifically what they are supposed to be. Are they ghosts? Are, I think they're... Well, they're obviously... At first, they're... Dream, they're figments in a dream. They're, they're some sort yeah, of concussion absolutely. dream. But yeah. then, are they some sort of manifestation of the American Ideals. something? Yeah. yeah. But uh, they actually do exist, and they are played by the same characters yes. in real life as opposed to and concussion do, life. And they do the thing, like, you know, John Henry stops a train... In Were they life. there, though, yeah, in real life, life, or was that just... It, that was in real life. That was... So, okay. So, so what, were what, what, what did we get right? What did we get wrong? First of all, Alan Shepard, not the name of the actor who plays the bad guy, Scott Glenn, who I believe played... Uh, J.P. Morgan. J.P. <laughs> J- J.P. Morgan. I'm sorry, J.P. Styles. Styles, yes. J.P. Styles. Not J.P. Morgan at all. No. Probably a very different character. Yes, definitely. Uh, so he's like trying to do stuff. We were right about that. Right? He was trying, he was trying to, to do stuff. Railroad. Yeah. Evil railroad company. Yeah. Yeah. Evil railroad. Trying to get the deeds. And right. trying to please William H. Macy. William H. Macy, well, uncredited guess... hero of the industrialist movement. Yes. Uh, William H. Macy is in this film and he has a couple lines. Couple lines? Well, well said lines. I yeah. Think. I mean, he's a great actor. Uncredited. Yeah. They credit the dancing dog in the saloon scene, mm-hmm. and the hairless cat in the vultures, yep. uh, but not William H. Macy. There's three horses that play... Uh, Widowmaker. Winnebago. Yep, Winnebago, the, <laughs> the horse. Um, also, the painted blue ox. I like, I, I'm assuming that was practical. I don't know if... It may have been done I, in I post. think it was some sort of a powder situation. It was, yeah. getting, it was kind right. of getting everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, like Cheetos. Mm-hmm. But... Blue. But blue. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. The, um, on a completely side note, I recently saw cotton candy flavored cheese balls and it weirded me out. And they were kind of blue. It was kind of probably the same stuff wow. that they put on the ox. It's the blue cheese dust. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That must be it. I didn't try them. But I want, <laughs> I want someone yeah. else to. <laughs> so, um, Sam, yes. you recommended this movie. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> and you and I both talked about how we, we thought it was great when we were, when we were younger. Yeah. Uh, what did... So, how did it live up to your expectations? Um, I'm slightly disappointed in my childhood uh, taste in movies. <laughs> did it live up to them? <laughs> it did not live mm. up to my expectation. Um, oh, I, get, I don't think it was bad. Like, just flat out bad. It was just, no. I, it was really strange. It was and, weird. It was a little boring at times. Yeah, it was poorly. It was, it was poorly it was. paced. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, it, go ahead. There wasn't just there just wasn't a lot holding it together as far as what is going on here and why and like how much of it was supposed to take place in the real world <laughs> and how much it was taking place in this kid's fever dream. Or just in the uh, you know his his father is shot in the beginning and his father sees the. The fable people uh, yeah. late, later on, and is, is that just a result of the fact that he was probably on some sort of morphine 
situation, you know, or some, some medication, or you know, true. What true? What's the reality of that? Um, the acting. Can, let's talk about the acting. Look, Swayze. Swayze was was fantastic. Come on, it was basically Ghost Two. It was pretty much <laughs> Ghost Two. I mean, he might have been a ghost. That's one of the theories, and so it could have been Ghost Two. He was fine. He wasn't great. He, I feel his like mustache I, was good. I feel like everyone was, was kind right. of phoning it in a little bit. They're like, you mm-hmm. know, you know, do this family Disney family movie. I think that uh, yeah, Roger Aaron Brown as John Henry was like acting his ass off. Uh, he really was, and and I'm curious. Because I remember learning about John Henry a little bit in school, but like I'm curious what the actual like historic John Henry like story is, and like does he come from a family of slaves? Like because he talks about that how his like father was sold down the river. Well, yeah. this took place in nineteen. It was supposed to have taken place in nineteen oh five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. No. Not at all. Uh, Stephen Lang as Jonas Hackett, the father. Oh, yeah. Didn't realize it was bad Avatar bad guy. Yeah, like right. he's a hard he's a hard dude. Yeah, he is a hard dude. He doesn't fuck around. No, and he shows you that at the beginning of the bullet. He takes his rifle. Yeah, he's like, get off my land. I like how like they're going like we're going to this town hall meeting and like you one of the shots you see is like everybody brought their gun. Yeah, he, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, politics, man. Yeah, well, it's the West, you know. Like and that was another whole thing that like uh, the bad guy, Mister Styles, was like, oh, it's okay if we don't do this legally. It's the West. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, you know how it is in the West. It's implied that you just shoot people. <coughs> Yeah. To get your, your way. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who's the other? Oh, um, Paul Bunyan. Oliver I thought that Platt. Oliver Platt was phoning it in big time. Yeah. Honestly, I like yeah. him. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I usually like his I love acting Platt. a lot. Uh, Lake Placid? He's the best part of that <laughs> he movie. He was the best part of that movie. He's hilarious in that movie. I think he's great. He's a great character. I don't Simon think... Birch? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Talk, talk about a tearjerker. Yeah, seriously. I, you know, okay, and I'm... Okay, look, so... I'm a sucker for for sentimental moments in in, in movies. Oh, and yeah, even though this movie was all around pretty bad, but I gotta say, there are a couple times. I gotcha. Where like I I could feel it like maybe if I was alone mm. and maybe eating ice cream, mm. like, and maybe my my dog was sitting in my lap and I, and no one else was here, I may have maybe shed a tear. Because there were just a, a few really sentimental moments, like uh, like when even like when John Henry shows up in the real world and helps stop the train. I'm like, oh my god, he believes again. You know, like, that was weird, <laughs> man. Because like <laughs> it was weird. It was implying John Henry shows up in the real world to help the kid stop the train. Daniel Appleseed, <laughs> he helps Daniel Appleseed <laughs> stop the train, and he's like, we were just waiting for your for your move, Daniel. Yeah. We're waiting on your move. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna stop the train. And it's like, whoa, wait. Were were you in my coma dream actually, or what was happening? There? Well, not to mention, he clearly wakes up in the boat, has the deed, mm. and I'm certain even at twelve he he could be like, "Oh, that was totally a dream." It was definitely. Oh, a dream. that was like a weird, crazy dream. But well, you know what? Now I know what I have to do. I'm awake. And 
But then he goes and tells his dad as if it all really happened. So, like, yeah. clearly he wasn't of sound mind. No, he... And of course not, because he goes and stands in front of a train. There was a whole Wizard of Oz moment where he's like, and he was there, and he was there, and yeah. he was there too. Except that they weren't there, because it was all in his dream, and he's never seen these people before <coughs> in real life. And they still existed, though they showed up for him. Which was very sweet of them, as some sort of a strange manifestation of the will of the American West yeah. slash North slash South. They also had that. Right. There's a code. There are different codes, but they're the same code. Right. Let's yeah. not get into the codes. Um, well, except the code was... Uh, oh, yeah. What res- was? Respect the land. Respect the land. Defend the defenseless. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. that. That's and good. don't... Spit. Don't... It, but they, there's like a double negative. It was like, don't... Don't never, never spit in front of... Women or children. Don't never spit in front of women or children. Yeah, that was good. Um, Sam, do you feel as though there is some sort of environmental slash anti-capitalist message that was (laughs) portrayed in this film? Um, Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, towards the end, you know, uh, all the all the townspeople who got paid for their services uh, in the end rebelled against uh, their employer. I mean, it is the West. Yeah, right. So you can take the money and then kill that person that paid you. Yeah. Because it's like, they kind of turned that on its head. But, I mean, uh, you have Paul Bunyan, who was uh, a little less of a giant in this one and more of kind of like, if this was D&D, he would be the druid. Yeah, um, for he, sure. He cared He yeah. cared for the land. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, which I thought was good. It, was, it, it makes sense why, at least I grew up, uh, caring about the environment because of all of the hippie propaganda that they forced down our throat. Yeah, when we were kids. Absolutely. I mean, I'm happy for yeah. it. I'm happy for it because it's important to care about these things. Yeah, but recycle, reduce, reuse. Oh yeah, Close that was pounded into. Did our you guys head. know that song? Recycle, reduce, reuse. Close the loop. No. Close the loop. Yeah, close the loop. You know that oh, song? I don't no, know but I understand the the science behind the loop. Right. I mean, well, I remember Recycle, Reduce, Reuse. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I think we had different songs in different places. I don't know. I really want to. I want to find it. We'll find it. We will. Um, so I wanted to. I wanted to add a, a new segment to the show since we're still evolving and trying to figure out what the hell our format is. Yeah, and uh, so this segment is called "What Does the Internet Say <laughs> About This Show mm. or This Movie?" Um, and I wanted. There was one. So I'm on Rotten Tomatoes, and there's this. Uh, Critic reviewer, this is uh, Stephen Hunter from the Baltimore Sun, local oh. local to us. All right, yeah. there we go. So, uh, and I really like this. It's not David um, And this was from 2013, so I don't know, like, this movie came out in 1995, so Maybe I'm not he sure. he also has a 90s movie podcast oh, no. that we should check out. <laughs> so I love this. Uh, excuse me, is this any lesson for kids? Hey kids, if you dream hard enough, mythical heroes will stop, will step out of your fantasies and help defeat your enemies with fancy gunplay. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that that's a good lesson. I mean, that, that's always worked out for me. Um, that is a lesson for kids. Thank you, Stephen Hunter. Another one. Uh, this film contains the stereotypical Western adventure movie material. That's it. Oh <laughs> yeah, was that Cisco yeah, uh, or Ebert? Uh, that was Screen It. Screen It. That was July 9th, 2017. Oh, that's wow. fairly recent. That's today. It's Screen <laughs> It also. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and that's just a, these are just like snippets from the review. Um, I don't know if any of them are worth. Some of them are nicer. You know. um, 
Yeah, so, but the user reviews, I feel like, is where the real gold is. <laughs> um, uh, but, oh, oh, I love this one. This one's three stars from user uh, Lafe Fred Bjornsson. I think you pronounce it Leif. Um, I, yeah, but I, because he's got the Bjorn in there, I wanted to call him Lafe. Leify. Yeah, Leif, Leify. Leify Fred, Fred Bjornsson. Bjornsson. Uh, three stars. Thanks, uh, Leify. A decent lie action movie with Pecos Bill, Paul Bunyan, and others. I don't... <laughs> uh, I like those American tall tales. That's it. I like them. Uh, <laughs> but I, what I like is that there are the others, though. Okay. Well, Pecos Bill. Yeah, I know. Paul Bunyan. And what? who? And who was the, the black guy? <laughs> so he, like, he leaves. There was also he a le- woman. He leaves out <laughs> John Henry and a woman. A yeah, woman. Calamity Jane. So this. She had one uh, scene, Mr. By the way. Fred, yeah, I don't know. Fred Bjornsson. Fred. Yeah, it's really a cameo. But, like, I just, like, you really, really? You're going to mention Paul Bunyan, or, yeah, Pick Out Spell, Paul Bunyan, and others. By the way, Calamity Jane and uh, Pecos Bill, uh, you know, as an adult, I think that they fucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think so, uh, and then I think, absolutely. and then I think Pecos, he high-tailed it out of there. he fucked a bunch of other girls, too. Right. He'll eat ten times as much as another man and Um, fuck five times as much. User Thomas P, uh, three stars, says, something maybe to watch once. (laughs) (laughs) I can agree to that. We broke that rule today. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you see any any on uh, on here um, that you feel like reading, go for it. Some of them make less sense. (laughs) <laughs> I know, well, I just like like here's a five star review. As a kid, this movie captivated and enchanted me with the excellent fantasy and story. It's still one of my all time favorite Disney films. So it's a fantasy story, I guess so. But if you do try hard enough, your heroes will actually manifest, though, right? Yes, right? and th- and this this two star review calls it out as you know a classic Deus Ex Machina. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so if it's deus ex machina, that means that John Henry and company are actually gods, right? And they, yeah. they manifest or, through or at the least, force or at of least will. sent through God, yeah. Yeah, through... Um, well, I think it's more like the Neil Gaiman American gods, where they, they rely upon your uh, your belief for, sure. for substance. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think that's probably what it is. So you believe hard <coughs> enough, and Pecos Bill will show up. Absolutely. Johnny Appleseed... Um, and then uh, let's let's see if there's any interesting uh, trivia to be to be read about this one. Um, d- uh, so Patrick Swayze's mustache, real or fake? It was, I believe, hard enough, and I would I would manifest it. It's fake. D- okay. Yeah, I have a feeling it's fake as well. Yeah, I, it, it, it flopped of, around a lot. It did. It was great. Um, it was my favorite character. Cool. So uh, this is a very popular movie on IMDb. It has one piece of uh, uh, trivia. And that's that Nick Stahl and uh, Moira Sinise, son and mother, uh, went on Ooh. to star together in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machine. That's right. He is... <coughs> Daniel grows up... And, to be John uh, Connor. Yeah. Oh, he's John, John Connor. Connor. Oh, that's why at the, I think there's a... We didn't watch it to the end of the credits. I think there's a post-credit scene mm-hmm. when a yeah. T-1000 shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, have you seen this boy? 
That's and he's awesome. like, yeah. Okay. He pulls up in a horseless carriage. Um, Moira Sinise. Yeah, definitely a lot of the whole, uh, you know, the future's coming and it's gonna... Yeah, you know, it's not me, it's someone else. Yeah, well, and but also it's too, like, else. the kid is totally... <laughs> the, the kid is totally <coughs> enchanted by technology. And then all the tall tales are like, well, that's going to ruin everything. Yeah, we learn that it's all just the machinations of uh, Saruman, Isengard. Oh, I love it. So here's some goofs. The six shooters are never reloaded and um, never run out of bullets. They never run out of bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely noticed that. Um, yeah, they really... Well, yeah, I feel like there's more CG. Like, did you see... Have you guys seen the, the Dark Tower trailer? Yeah. Yes. So I feel like uh, the subtitle of that movie could be the Dark Tower or how many different really cool ways can we load a gun in slow motion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, that's what... Half the trailer is just, like, really freaking cool <laughs> gun-loading shots. Um, yeah, because now we're like, older and we're not... You know, we're counting. We can count now. Yes. We can count to six. We can even count to 12 <laughs> if there's two guns. And we want to see Idris Elba reload that gun. That's yeah. what we're paying good money for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In um, beautiful CG. But I guess with it, you know, they were talking about, like, he took on 50 men. He t- pulled out both his six shooters. They even say they, they call them six shooters. That's what yeah. guns are called. Uh, they pull, he pulled out his six shooters, both of them. Mm-hmm. I, even when I was 10 years old, I think I figured out that that was 12 bullets. It was 12. And he, he, he shot the trigger fingers off of 50 men with 12 bullets. Well, with his six shoes, he didn't say with 12 bullets. You can imply that he did some really awesome Idris Elba reloading. Well, are, or maybe, like, are you familiar with the magic bullet theory? No. I, maybe Pecos Spell is who actually assassinated John F. Kennedy. Oh, yeah, that mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just keeps on going around <coughs> the Earth for like a few more decades, really. It's yeah. not that many, and then it just goes into a low orbit. Well, internet is not cooperating right now. Um, oh, this was bad. It was really, really bad. Uh, it is a cool movie, uh, but I we Here's one. One and a half stars from Kyle K. Uh, shit, 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 in that order. Uh, <laughs> there were some user polls I saw, uh, one of which was sexy men on horses, so... You know, Swayze will be happy about that one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ghost Swayze. Ghost Swayze. Oh, oh, Patrick Swayze. Actually, watching, it, especially the last scene, kind of made me a little sad that he was dead. He yeah. just, you know, he rode that tornado up into Tall Tale Land. Yeah, Sam, thanks yes. for suggesting. Yeah, this film. Yeah, yeah thanks, absolutely. Thank you for thanks. being our first guest. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hope you'll be back. It was an honor having you. I'll try and think of some other good ones. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, what did we decide? What we're doing next next time? Uh, we talked about possibly doing a kid, a kid in King Arthur's, King Arthur's court. court. I like that idea. Yeah, Sam, what do you think? I think that's a good idea. Is it, a good one. is it the same kid as Rookie of the Year? I think it is. <laughs> Daniel Rowling Gardner. Totally. <laughs> what? How do you know that? Uh, well, that's not his... That's the name of the, his character in Rookie of the Year. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> still... How do you know that? weird? Yeah. Uh, well, because it's like a joke throughout the whole movie that the coach like gets his name wrong. I watched, oh, wow. a, like, 
a lot of movies over and over again when I was a kid. I mean, I watched I watched those a few times. How many times yeah. have you seen Rookie of the Year? A good amount. I saw the movie a good amount. I was probably yeah. seen it thirty times. Okay, okay. way <laughs> less than that. <laughs> yeah, like less than half than that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Daniel Rolling Gardener. Yeah, I think so. And Rookie of the Year slash Kid in King Arthur's Court. Yeah. We'll do a, a mashup. We'll, you know what? We'll get two TVs and we'll, we'll start them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what our next episode is. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do a Dark Side of the Oz thing. Yeah. Okay, and cool. And yeah, we'll put on like, um, yeah, some kind of like uh, 90s, we'll put on like a Third Eye Blind album. Best of Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Alright, thank you. This has been Now Available on Video Cassette. You can send us emails at uh, nowavailableov at gmail.com. And, um... Yeah, do that. Give suggestions or interesting tidbits. Uh, I'm Tom. I'm Trevor. I'm Sam. Bye. Right now. <laughs> Voice. Um, microphone. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Sammy, start. Yeah.